Welcome to the Breathing Life Into Death podcast. My name is Cassie, and I'm excited to share and explore with you ways we can all breathe some life into death. Because talking about death can be heavy, intimidating, overwhelming, and even for some avoided at all costs, only facing it when we're forced to. But when the topic of death is preemptively a part of the conversation, it can give us a new appreciation for life and how we want to live it before we die. It can help alleviate the burden of difficult decision-making if and when we become unable to speak for ourselves and give a voice to the legacy we want to leave behind. Let's get started. I promise I won't bore you to death. (laughs) Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Breathing Life Into Death podcast. I'm so excited to just kind of go through my intention behind this podcast and maybe explain perhaps why a 26-year-old is so interested in talking about death. Um, There's many reasons here, and I'm excited to start, so off I go. Um, The intention of this podcast is, again, to really just encourage people to talk about death. Um, It's really a taboo subject in our culture. Um, We definitely, and I don't want to say we as in every human, um, it's certainly different throughout different countries, but here in America, um, incredibly taboo subject to talk about. It's uncomfortable for a lot of people. It could bring up a lot of our own fears, a lot of our own anxieties about it. Um, And I just think that there's a different way to go about it. Um, I don't think that I know that there is a different way to go about it. Um, And so with that, uh, just to even talk about the fear of death in general, it kind of goes to the psychology of when you tell people not to think about a red tree, the first thing you're going to think about is a red tree. So in our fear of death and kind of avoiding death, that anxiety is is continuously building because we're trying not to think about it. Um, instead, uh, what I would like to do is to encourage people to start being curious about maybe why those fears, those anxieties do come up for you. Um, per- personally, for me, when I do think about death, um, there's two ways to go about it. I can absolutely get anxious about it and scared, the unknowing about it. It's certainly a part of life's greatest mystery. Um, however, on the other hand, when I tap into being curious about it instead, um, in particular, say, maybe I'm thinking about my mom. Um, what makes me so terrified about it? Well, (laughs) it's because I don't want to live a life without her. And why is that? Let's be curious about that inquiry. It's because I love her so much. I love all the time we get to spend together. I love laughing with her. There's nothing like somebody being in your life that knows you better than no other person. Um, And that can be absolutely terrifying. But there's also a lot of beauty in that. And certainly a lot of beauty that can be celebrated while we're both still on earth together and being able to express that love and that excitement for what I feel about her being a part of my life um, as opposed to being fearful and totally just taking it off the shelf of conversation um, I think can can hinder a deeper love for each other and a deeper understanding as opposed to just an immortal fear of of us not being here together anymore. Um, so one thing, I just want to encourage people as we go through these episodes together to just be curious. Don't be judgmental about, about maybe ways you feel about death, but instead kind of 
look into yourself a little more and say, hmm, why am I so scared of death? Is it because I don't know? Is it because I'm scared of what's going to be left behind? Um, and not talking about it certainly is not going to make your departure any better, I promise. Um, and that's another point I want to talk about too is, is how can we preemptively talk about death in our lives as a way to better cope with the inevitable um, because, I'm sorry to break it to you, we all are going to die. So what can we do as we're living to to do ourselves the favor, to give a gift to somebody of, of having thought about it so people aren't left thinking about it by themselves? Um, so <laughs> that's definitely a part of it. Um, again, is to live um, from a place of love and not fear. Um, there is this beautiful book called, um, no, my goodness, what is it? No death, no fear, no fear, no death. I have those back and forth right now. Um, by Thich Nhat Hun. It is an awesome philosophical book. I would highly recommend it. Um, but one thing he talks about in the book is the beauty of impermanence. Um, and when I'm reading that, I'm like, okay, what, <laughs> what does that mean? And he goes on to say that, a flower would forever be a seed if time wasn't able to manifest it into a flower. It would remain a seed forever. Just like if you're a parent, you wouldn't be able to have a child without the time passing by. The impermanence of life, it's constantly moving forward in a new direction. Things wouldn't be able to manifest Manifest kind of sounds like such a guru word, I, I realize, but things wouldn't be able to become what they're naturally meant to come through time. Um, and I just think that's a, such a beautiful testament that we're not meant to be here permanently. And if we were, we would almost just kind of be frozen in time. Um, and that's kind of what the beauty of life brings us when we're able to talk about death. Um, every morning you could wake up and, and truly we don't know if it may be our last day and to switch that to flip that switch in your mind of of being like oh my god that is the most terrifying thought i've ever heard in my life um into wow if this really was my last day what would i do differently how could i move about this world a little differently maybe you would leave you would lead uh with a foot in front of love instead of i don't know hate fear disarray um, and you would truly just be able to be grateful and being grateful can come from many things of ooh, look how the trees are moving today the clouds are so beautiful the sun is out maybe it's raining and the rain waters the earth and it just offers a whole new perspective and so <laughs> to, to stop my rambling um, that's what the beauty is of breathing life into death is being able to to kind of reinvent the way we think about death because um, right now frankly I just don't think it serves us at all to to avoid it um, and only bring it up when it's smacking us across the face when we're heavy in grief um, but instead while we're maybe not in a place of of when it feels like your world is falling apart if somebody that you love or you knew or is somebody is facing death um, having only the opportunity to think about it then. So to bring a new lens into the into the equation here and think about it beforehand. Um, 
and question, how can we honor this rite of passage in a more beneficial way for all? Again, I just don't, I think, I don't want to talk in negative here, but <laughs> trying to, that's old, that's, that's another <laughs> personal thing I'm working on. But um, what can we do now to make this rite of passage a little better for us? Personally, the deaths that I've experienced and I've gone through, um, I just think there can be a more deeper, enriching, healing experience that we're potentially missing out on. Um, so what can we do now to create a more healing experience for the people that we're leaving behind? So to make this one short and sweet and hopefully to the point, um, what is breathing life into death? Um, I think it definitely takes a lot of courage for sure to talk about death. Um, but taking that courage to face any fear, questions, uncomfortability around the idea of death and using those insights to live a more full, appreciative, grateful version of the life while we still have it. Um, again, from the book by Thich Nhat Hanh, there's this quote that I pulled out from here um, that says, Fear is always there within us. The fear of getting old, the fear of getting sick, the fear of dying, the fear of being abandoned by our loved ones. It is a very human experience to be fearful and to be worried about. The Buddha did not advise us to suppress these fears. The Buddha advised us to invite these fears to the upper level of consciousness. And if that sounds like a bunch of humbo jumbo to you, it basically is just saying like, bring that to your attention. Um, and recognize these fears and smile at them. To do so was a daily practice for monks and nuns in the time of the Buddha as it is for monks and nuns now. Every time your fear is invited up, every time you recognize it and smile at it, your fear will lose some of its strength. When it returns to the depth of your consciousness, it returns as a smaller seed. Oh, ah, I love that so much. So basically, um, kind of what we were talking about earlier, that if you're talking about like, hey, don't think of a purple tree, you're going to think of a purple tree. So again, if you do have a fear of death, um, don't let that fear fester. Let that fear um, become a point of curiosity for you. Explore that um, so that when it when you're not thinking about it and it does come up again, um, as, as I just quoted here, um, that fear will lose some of its strength. You're facing it, you're taking the courage and, and it certainly takes courage. And one thing I also want to certainly acknowledge is that in talking about death and talking about fear, death is still such a raw experience that we face as humans. And, and any death will be seemingly impossible to, to express our hurt, our grief. Um, and I do not want to give the impression that death is an easy thing because it's certainly not. However, it does affect all of us. And it's one thing that we can all relate to about. It's one thing that, that, we, have, that we could feel the pain for other people for. Um, and that shared experience can create a better understanding of, of one another as we move through this life trying, I wouldn't even say move, as we stumble and 
and fall and dance and, and crumble and rebuild through life. Um, and just take it a little easier on each other because we can all empathize through this one raw thing that we will all go through in our in our human experience. And I think acknowledging that can be a really beautiful, beautiful thing for everybody. Um, so this podcast, I really want to inspire and educate people to talk about death um, and step into your courage of being able to do that. Um, uh, one quote here that I loved, it's from Sandra Ingerman. It's from the Book of Ceremony, and she says, Think of your think of expressing your feelings as discharging some of the challenging energy you are holding in your body. And I think a lot of that energy um this will come up in a podcast that we just did um but finally talking about something or finally doing something or finally taking action when you're able to take that big sigh of relief and be like, "Oh, I was holding that for so long." I'm so glad that I'm not holding on to that. It's just a weight of relief. I think that's what that quote really pins in on is is discharge some of that challenging energy that you might be holding in. Come through it as a as a point of curiosity and we'll breathe some life in it together. I'm super excited. Um, how are we going to do this? Great question. I'm going to be learning as we going along, as we go along, but my intention is um to bring insight to um, green burials, home funerals, ways I'd like to do like little challenges that we can do um, to help promote a loving space um, while we're still alive. Um, so I'm excited to share some of those um, and just learn more about the death experience. Um, so when death comes to our door, we feel empowered with our decision making. We know what we can do. We know what's available, um, and hopefully can can nurture each other in not feeling so lost um, when when it's so easy to just be overcome um, with grief and and numbness, maybe even. Um, but preemptively talking about it, we can prepare ourselves. Um, and again, to kind of flip how we can honor this instead of kind of scrambling and putting everything together through when you might even be like just in a total total space where you're inoperable and you need that time to grieve and and those options are out there and I'm excited to share those with you and I'm excited to create a conversation around death and how we can breathe some life into it. Next episode, I have a good friend of mine, Amanda Beeler, come on, um, and it's a wonderful episode of her um, sharing her experience of being a chaplain, uh, chaplain, a chaplain uh, with the law enforcement of Sonoma County, um, and I look forward to sharing that with you guys, but until then, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, or morning, or night, whatever it is. <laughs> See ya.